Welcome to our reality, everyone. I don't know why you're here, but I'm glad you are because tonight we're going to be going over the second day of life or the third day of live feeds. Sorry, our second day of covering the live feeds, but the third day of live feeds in total. Uh, we've got some stuff to go over that we didn't quite get to last time because uh, the safety suite competition was still going on when we ended things. Uh, the feeds were down for about a few hours, but they came back and we have some spicy little drama happening after uh, the safety suite results and we have a total reformation of what this week might look like uh, because of the safety suite competition but we're going to get into everything we're going to get into uh, Nicole Franzel crying for no reason or for some reason we'll, we'll try to figure out the reason how about that uh, and we've got some good caser lines that whether you think they're a little bit cheesy or not I'm going to play them anyway because I loved them all um, we're going to go over the different dynamics that are now in the house because of everything that happened in the safety suite and following it, uh, with this, what's looking like a new school versus old school, a big brother, all-star season. Uh, my name is Barrett. Joining me as always is the lovely Roxahoven and Daniel Icon Brown. As always, if you aren't subscribed to the channel, please subscribe. Uh, and if you want to like this video, that would help us a lot. If you're watching on Periscope, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. We've got the chat open. If you guys want to say anything mean about the house guest or myself, um, with that, guys, we, I, I know. Okay, Daniel, I'm going to go to you first because I know this is a big deal for you. Uh, your your girl is safe. Janelle is safe. Kaser is safe. Uh, how are you feeling in, in this moment? Well, it was like very nerve wracking before they went to the competition. Obviously, they cut for a really long time. And I, didn't, I don't think we all knew really like we knew that there was some type of safety competition. We just didn't know like how it went about. We knew they had these passes and I don't know. There was a lot of like confusion surrounding it. So I went in thinking like, oh, my God, like Janelle was considering doing it with Keisha, like I don't know what Kaser's gonna do, but like Janelle needs to play. She's in danger this week. She definitely could go home first. And that's just that's just not cute. So finding out that Kaser ended up winning and Janelle is safe, like, oh my gosh, can their like storyline get any better? Like <laughs> it's just season after season, they're pinned and put at the bottom, like seems like almost automatically, and nothing of their own doing. And they just always find a way to get out of it. And I just I, I love them so much. I'm so obsessed. You no, know, it was exactly the situation that I think everyone wanted to happen, which is to make sure that Janelle and Kaser were the two that came out of the safety suite okay. And now we're learning a little bit more about the safety suite and how it operates, uh, in which that Janelle and Kaser can't play in that competition again for three weeks. They've used their their pass yeah. or whatever it's called, their card. I don't know. Uh, but they were the only two to compete in the first place, so they didn't really have any competition. And the feeds come back. Everyone's like, Janelle and Kaser are safe. This is an absolute miracle. Uh, if you're an old school stand at this point, which I think the most most of the people that are watching the feeds are. Um, and I'm, I hate that I just use stand in like the most like <laughs> casual way I've ever said it ever. But that's just how I am now. Um, but Roxy, I'll come to you next. The feeds come back. Janelle and Kaser are safe. What's kind of the fallout that we're seeing in terms of how the new school people are reacting and how especially Janelle and Kaser are seeing the new school people? Well, I mean, Nicole um, channeled her inner Vanessa and cried in the bathroom for um, probably like 436 hours and her face was so beat red and she was like, she's like, I'm just tired. This is sometimes what happens when I'm just tired. And Enzo was like, uh, yeah, I've been tired before. And that, he goes, that just doesn't happen, which cracked me up. Because he said it, you know, like only Enzo can say something like that. And oh, my God, look at that picture. That's terrible. <laughs> no, it was image. so funny. It was so funny that she was crying. But I mean, I'm sorry. No, no Cole friends, all fans. I'm sorry. I didn't mean that, but yes, I did. did. I did. I meant <laughs> it. Um, no, I like, I am upset though, because of who's in danger now, which I mean, it's like, okay, so we can't go after Kaser and Janelle. So now we're going to go after Keisha and Kevin, Kevin. No, this is unacceptable. I mean, I get, I get it, but whatever. You I'm think it's unacceptable. Happy. Kevin's not on your team from the draft that we did yesterday. He's on my team, okay? And now I'm I not also, even sure who's on my team. <laughs> I know Kevin's on my team, and no. I know Nicole Franzel's on my team. So right now, I feel like trash, okay? Uh, <laughs> but 
yeah, the the target has shifted. Obviously, I the thing is, it doesn't look like we're gonna get out of this week unscathed <laughs> in terms of the people that we like from the old school of being completely intact by the end of it. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think Cody's mm-hmm. gonna magically change his mind and put Nicole Franzel up. Or I like... don't know. But no, he's not gonna put <laughs> Nicole up. Irvin <laughs> in chat is so offended. He's like, Nicole doesn't have an inner Vanessa. I'm strictly talking about the the emotional aspect. aspect of it. Yeah. Yes. Listen, she is not on par with Vanessa Russo in terms of strategy at all. I mean, gaslighting. Correct. Yes, she's on par. <laughs> because Nicole is definitely a gaslighter as is uh, Vanessa Russo. Nicole's just not as good at it as Vanessa, but the crying, I cannot with that get over it. Not only that for me, like the crying was one thing, like usually like a lot of people are like, stop crying. But like, I like don't mind crying, but what she was crying over, like I didn't understand. She was just mad that she didn't get her way. Yeah. And that Janelle was safe. And then, like, the audacity of, like, her and even Cody to an extent, like, why did they waste it? Like, like, they were not wasting it. Like, they were in serious danger. They were definitely going to go up. But, and, like, the way Cody is, like, using it to be like, me and Gazer had a really good talk and I thought he trusted me and da-da-da. No, you were literally going to nominate him. So stop twisting the narrative to make you look like the hero i'm over it it's so annoying you're upset because it didn't go the way you wanted it to go here's the thing it's like (sighs) nicole was like she goes how did they even know to compete okay it's big brother and they know they're smarter than you are they knew they were in trouble and you're pissed because they did something to save themselves. How dare they not acquiesce to what you want, Nicole Frenzel? You're ugh. yeah, and it's ugh. it's it's been a weird. It was a weird first couple of days. Just I think largely for the fact that Cody wasn't actively going to people and you know really communicating who he wanted very well. But it also on the other end, you're seeing the old school people not exactly go to Cody, which isn't all Cody's fault. But I feel like with Ke- someone like Keisha, I feel like she could have done so much more. And Daniel, are you going to argue with me? Or, no, I, I agree. Have. And same thing for Kevin. I mean, Kevin just had his first conversation with the HOH an hour ago before nominations and it was, went down. It was good, though. It was good. But it's because, too late. Like, but did what? Cody's reaction? Yeah, Cody. yeah, it definitely got to Cody. And I think Cody was scared that, um, I mean, we'll get into it because Kevin like talked with, um, I think it was Bailey and Janelle a little bit about how he just thinks that they're very different and um, he doesn't like usually, I guess, get along with this like bro-y type of like macho dude, even though Cody's like not really like that extreme, but I guess out of everyone in the house, I guess he kind of does fit that role the most. And Cody was just like, you know, like, I don't want him to think that like, I think we're very alike, like in the sense that we both have people we love and like we're dealing with that right now. And there's a bunch of other different things. But Kevin, like I feel like the old school players are not in tune necessarily with like how like much conversations you have to have and like with as many people that you need to have it with. Because Keisha, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think she's had one one on one with Cody yet. Um, like at all. And right. Kevin did it an hour before nominations when everything is already almost set in stone. So it's going to be hard to like Cody can't feel bad for Kevin and then call up Nicole Tyler and all Enzo and all his number one allies. And be like, just kidding guys. It's changed. I want to keep him safe because like the narrative is already set at that point. So I'm just hoping that, excuse me, that these ne- next few weeks for the old schoolers, they can understand that needed to kind of keep in pace with the game. I agree. And I th- I don't know what it is exactly with Keisha because Keisha has been very social. It's not like she just hasn't talked to anyone. It's not like we're like what's what's in Keisha's head. She's very it's aware. Game. Yeah, it's she, not game related. Yeah, we. In a, but the thing is, we even saw her intuitiveness just before the safety suite competition, and we talked mm-hmm. about this a little bit yesterday. She said, you know, I think the the three top targets are going to be me, Janelle, and Kaser. She's t- t- saying this to Janelle and Kaser, and she's including Memphis kind of like as an uh, another target that may happen. That's not the case. Memphis is perfectly like riding the middle right now, uh, in a way that I didn't but expect. But Memphis doesn't realize that he's riding the middle because Cody isn't talking to him. Like Cody feels this way about him, but 
Cody, like Memphis is scared of Cody because he doesn't know. Like Cody, just because you feel like if I feel good with like Roxy, for example, but I never let Roxy know and I never talk with plans with Roxy, Roxy's not going to know that I feel good about her. And Cody's dropping the ball as HOH, like horribly, in my opinion. He Um, is. Use this time to make your deals and connections. You are in power. Talk to people. Make the deals because exactly what Daniel is saying, I so agree. If if you don't like, if we don't have a conversation in which we, you know, declare our loyalties to each other or our intentions of working together in the future, I'm going to assume that you are against me and I'm coming after you. Like whether I say mm-hmm. it to you or not, I'm coming after you because you've not told me that you want to work together in some capacity. And if I think you don't want to work with me, then I assume you are working against me and you're going to have to go. And that's the way I feel about it. And I think anybody would feel that way, right? Right. And Cody is just not talking to Memphis at all, whereas Kaser and Janelle are, and they're making an effort. Um, they're using their, they're safe right now, but they're not like just sitting back and like relaxing for the week. They're talking to people kind of like building this, like almost army of like, um, not diversity, but what's like, um, a word like to go against the power. Someone help me. Just uh, like to go like the, I don't, I don't there's know. There's a word. There's a I word. I like, your whole sentence. So like, I cannot help you with vocabulary. Please. Janelle and Kesa are trying to like, I guess start a, like uh, kind of like a, a rebellion. rebellion. Yeah, there we go. Okay, yeah, that's good. And um, I mean, they're not like Cody is okay. I'm HOH. I got what I want. He's even said it. Like I just wanted to be safe because I was gonna be uh, nominations were gonna be soon, and like I was just scared that like it would just nominations would be like off the whim. So I just wanted the safety, and he has the safety. But there's so much more that you need to be doing while you're safe. Yeah. So Cody's sitting safe. Mm-hmm. It's fine. You're safe. You got what you wanted, but Janelle and Kesa are also safe. And look what they're doing. Like on downstairs, they're rallying up the troops and just preparing for a soon to come, I think split house. Right. And we can already see those factions kind of forming. And I think you bring up a good point. I think there's, a way that you win the first HOH and really just excel. And we've seen that a lot of times in Big Brother where people win the first HOH and they become kind of like the center of not only making alliances, but also communicating at least somewhat well with people and making those relationships. And I don't think Cody has done that really at all. I think Nicole came to him and she was like, well, you can make a guy's alliance. I'll make the girl's alliance. And you know, we'll work from there. We'll communicate each other, communicate to each other. But it's just like, I don't think people are coming to him like he expected people to come to him. And that's going to become an issue already mm-hmm. because downstairs you have Janelle and Case are already being like Tyler and Cody. They're, they're messing things up. You know, they're working together. Something's happening and people are listening to them because they haven't really had the time to talk to Cody and everyone else is seemingly going to be the more, more of the communicators uh, in this house so far. And I just, I, I, I think this is the worst first HOH that Cody could have had. Uh, it's not going well. It's like Cody is expecting for the other players in the house to behave as the players did in his season right and this is all stars my friend this is winners at war sorry (laughs) exactly and this is not the way it's going to work this season this is about adaptability and if they're not coming to you recognize that make a move like wow what are you going to do next week cody when you don't have the safety anymore and you don't have Derek Lavasser there to tell you what to do. Right. Because- you're, you're quoting Kaser already. He said it last night. He doesn't have Derek here to help him <laughs> strategize anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, to help him strategize or to strategize to, for to him. To do the strategy, yes, is what I think he meant. Mm-hmm. But Again, Look, Cody's a nice guy. He's a good guy. Which, he Cody is. cannot have a conversation without mentioning Derek, which is so annoying to me. But <laughs> anyways... I feel like, though, I mean, look, and I'm not, I'm total opposite side of the house. Like, you know, the house is pretty much split right now, and I'm rolling with the other side at this moment. Um, But I will say Cody is going to be 
fine in the game for at least a little bit. Like maybe he'll pull mm-hmm. his head out of his butt. I don't know, but he's the way he's playing it. I'm not like it's not even that I'm unhappy with it because he's targeted four people that I like and thrown out names of other people that I also like. It's just that I strategically I don't think he's played well. That's what it boils down to. He, he hasn't played well. And so I'm disappointed in Cody for that. I think it's worth mentioning that since we haven't mentioned it yet, uh, that Keisha and Kevin are about to be put on the block. I assume, yeah. I don't think, I don't think Kevin really made an impact on Cody. Well, he did make an impact, but he did not make an impact enough to, you know, take his name off the nomination block, you know, 10 minutes before nominations. Uh, no, I don't think so. He'll but, get the, you're just a pawn speech right. is what he's going to get. And Currently, he is. But what happens when, if Keisha wins um, POV yeah. or if Janelle or Kaser win it and take her off as they promised, what then? Well, not only that, what also happens when you get your way with the veto, you win it and don't use it, but you haven't made these social strategic bonds with people. So they're not going to listen to you, Cody. When you're saying Keisha's my target, they're going to be like, well, we like Keisha. Even his own allies. Nicole Franzel was like anti putting Keisha on the block as it is. So I'm seeing a vote flip go and I don't necessarily know if it's gonna be a vote flip and like Cody's gonna be blindsided or anything, but I don't think that he's gonna like get his preference by the end of the week because he has no pull with people besides Tyler and Nicole Franzel. I mean, honestly, I don't think he has I don't I don't think he has pull with Nicole Franzel. I think Nicole Franzel has pull with Cody. I agree. I agree. Right. Yeah. I think she's in charge. Cody. I think, I think Nicole is in charge of so much of what's going up, going on up there. And Cody has no idea. Mm-hmm. Same like, with Tyler. Okay, sure. The, you're in charge, sec- Cody. Yeah. And the second that, that um, Janelle or Kesa wins HOH, Tyler does is not going to care about Cody. Tyler's going to run right upstairs and, do what he does and tell them what they want to hear and play both sides. So mm-hmm. he really has no strong allies going into week two. And as the first HOH, like that's terrible. Like that's like, it's ironic that his name is Cody because I mean, look at Cody from BB19. Like that's exactly what happened in his HOH week. He was the first HOH and left with Jessica as an ally. That's all he had. So, I mean, just to well, draw parallels. In, in- in defense of um, Cody Nixon, which is not something I will say very often, uh, <laughs> Cody went after Paul, and there is no Paul on this season, thankfully. And there's no person that's equivalent necessarily to Paul, unless Janelle, you know, pulls enough, you know, social game this week and becomes that Paul figure. Where everyone's like, "What we're not gonna do?" I will, flo- is... I will flock to you. Yeah. Um, which might very well happen. The way that they, her and Kaser were kind of, you know, rallying the troops last night, it was pretty impressive. It, you know, they're mm-hmm. dragging Nicole Anthony and they're dragging Ian in, and you know, they're saying this is what's going on. This is who's working with one another, and pretty much mm-hmm. they're a hundred percent right about what's going on in this game, and they understand the dynamics. They they have pretty much already understood the dynamics, which is why they competed in the safety suite to begin with. Uh, and I think this is going to make things really interesting. Maybe not this week because we might have to sacrifice uh, an older school player like Keisha or Kevin. But moving Stop. forward, I'm Don't sorry. I, I think it's going to happen. Well, uh, no, I even if think... even if Vito's you is like I'm sorry, but like Ian's probably the next person in that yeah. line of fire. Yeah. So what? Well, yeah, it's already been mentioned. Both like Ian's been mentioned and Nicole Anthony. Which look, I love her. Um. But out of all of the names that have been mentioned, I would rather her go than Mm -hmm. any of them. And I hate saying that. I hate myself for saying it. But, okay, so you mentioned um, that the people who were downstairs have been 100% right about their read and when you say that you're talking like Janelle and, and, and Kaser as far yeah. as the read I, I see Janelle and Kaser um, kind of as the leaders of this since we'll use Daniel's word rebellion oh yeah yeah right I uh would like to point out that Devon as mentioned in her opening segment has 
typically historically had a very good read yes on the goings on inside the house but her downfall has always been that she talks too much right this mm-hmm. season she's trying to rein in the top 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 part and do better except she does not have a good read on the house unless she goes into the diary room and says something different than yeah. i've heard her say allowed to people in the house but every time she you know says something and it's so blatantly wrong i'm like davon no <laughs> yeah she's not right yeah she said plenty right. of things she said things in like involving cody and tyler's relationship she said like you know with janelle and caser she was like you know i don't think they were i don't think y'all were the targets like i really don't i really don't I see really, that and i i i, I part of I me really, wants to say that that's a bad read but part of me also agrees with you, Roxy, that we might very well get a DR session where we're like, okay, Davon understands what's going on. She's just kind of BSing with people, which I feel like we're going to I mean, have- I don't think that's it, but I'm trying to hope that that's it because I would hate to think she's so polar opposite as far as intuition. Well, I mean, she's kind of like not too off in the sense that she, I was just listening like right before the feeds cut, uh, her and Danny which we will get to Danny in a minute because I am not happy with Danny right now. But um, her and Danny were having a conversation and she thought that Ian was going to be targeted this week, which I mean, is not like too off. It's kind of like in the it's right only five direction. five people off. But yeah. <laughs> no, I mean like out of, because if Kevin or Keisha Out of were 16, people, yes. Or 15, <laughs> I guess, since we're not counting Cody. Yeah, she's only five people off. Anyways, I mean like it's like the right direction, but... She, I just feel like David Devon's in a good spot, but she. She trusted Danielle targeting. first of all. She, she had that conversation with Danielle, and trusted her with information, and then Danielle went right upstairs because it, she went right upstairs and blabbed it to Cody because Danielle is on that side of the house and Devon didn't know it. Which is so, so aggravating on all sides. On all sides. I'm like, <gasps> stop. I, the thing is, I don't, I'm oh, sorry, Bear. Go, I've talked way too much. No, I was <laughs> just going to ask a simple question Who is Danny Briones aligned with? Her, herself. No, I honestly, I've seen so many rumors and so much speculation on Twitter, on Reddit, on Facebook, on on Instagram, on all social media platforms, anywhere you can see it, I've read it, of people saying various things, um, you know, like, does she have some sort of unspoken agreement with somebody and this is all a ploy? I'm not buying it. Um, I personally think, unless I see some type of diary room session or secret wink or handshake in the back hallway, I'm going to assume that she is with Cody and Nicole Frenzel and um, Tyler, like that side of the house, to, to go against some of these other people, specifically to go against Janelle. I mean, look, I don't like it either. I I love Janelle. I love Danielle Donato. And I'm never not going to love Danielle Donato. I love her. But she, Janelle is her biggest competition in the house. Those two are the biggest competition. See, But Janelle would work with Danielle. And it seems like Danielle doesn't want to work with Janelle. But and so, D- Janelle's oh. over here. Janelle's over here telling everyone... Oh, I, I want to like putting in good word with for Danny with all mm-hmm. these people, and it's just so frustrating to see it just on the other end. It's almost like a like I honestly think that like I know Evil Dick and Janelle are like good and like have a mutual respect for each other, and I don't know if they're like friends per se, but I'm trying to like make sense of this because just from like looking at oh. a bird's eye view, it doesn't make sense why Danny is so anti Janelle. Like because that's her biggest competition. I, I understand that, but She's when... She's good with Janelle in real life. They're friends. or friendly. That's but what I don't understand. I just think she doesn't like her, like, as a person. Like, that's what I'm getting to, because it doesn't no, make... No, no, no. That's week, not true. Roxy, week one, why would she go after Janelle so hard? Like, because it that's her make... biggest competition. 
I'm not agreeing with it or saying it's a good idea. I'm just saying that's not true. She doesn't dislike her. They um, are friendly outside of the house. It doesn't have anything to do with her father. I mean, Enzo, that doofus. I love him, but come on. <laughs> Enzo looked like, read the room, Enzo. He looked right at Danielle um, and was like, yeah, I really like your dad. And Danielle's like, uh, okay, like, <laughs> cool. She's like, <laughs> like, switch the topic so quickly. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Like, so I don't think her dislike or, or seeming dislike of Janelle inside the house has anything to do with, with her dad or janelle being friendly with him i think that's a reach i don't know what it is i mean maybe you're right but i don't think so i'm not buying that because they are not unfriendly to each other outside of the house i mean they okay, talked well, about it in the bathroom yesterday or the day before yesterday i don't know i don't know what day today is so i'm unsure but it's they one of about them it. it's one of the days well, i'll rephrase and just say it doesn't make sense for danny to want Janelle out so soon knowing that Janelle is putting in good work for her and like I mean there's so many other people in the house that aren't giving Danny anything so why out of everyone on that side go for Janelle who is putting like doing good things for you in the game it just I I can't does Danielle know Janelle's doing good things for her um I'm pretty sure like definitely in conversations with Davon uh They've said like, yeah, uh, Janelle likes you. Janelle. Told she doesn't trust, but Danielle doesn't trust that. She doesn't trust that because she has said that she she's told other people how close that she thinks um, that Davon and 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 Janelle are, which is why she went and blabbed the things that she talked to Davon about uh, to Cody and his crew. Which is so stupid. She's asking I mean, from the outside looking. From the outside looking in, yeah, it's so stupid. But, I mean, and I say this every season. I mean, look, I hate it. They, I'm like, I want to just go in and, like, just have, like, a sit down with Dan Danny and be like, girl, mm -mm, you're going the wrong way. Don't do that. But mm -hmm. I can't. And she's basing everything she's, you know, doing off of only what she knows inside the house, which isn't right we see it's not right we don't like it but i mean also mm. i i understand uh, a little bit of why i just disagree that it's the right thing to do but i kind of understand a little bit mm -hmm. ryan that in makes the, sense yeah ryan in the chat said um something that's correct uh dom said on twitter to remember the game started before the season mm -hmm. began or something like that so um yeah. a lot of people are speculating yeah. like maybe maybe danny is so anti-janelle because of something that happened in the pre-game which we wouldn't know anything about but um that's another thing that i can maybe awesome. think of because we do know that janelle was one of the people who pre-gamed the hardest so i mean that's entirely possible and i've read like there's a lot of theories surrounding that particular tweet by Dom um, as to what that could mean. And that is one of the things that I've read. And I also think is it sounds the most plausible, right? Because some yeah. of the other things that I've read about what that could mean, I'm like, oh my gosh, give it up. Yes. And the earth is also flat. Go away. You're so wrong. It's like mm -hmm. some people say things like, um, that they think that that means that uh, Janelle and Danny have some sort of an agreement where they're going to pretend to be against each other, but they're really but, for each other. But, but that's Jan Janelle's not doing that. So yeah, I feel well, like... uh, yeah the, I think that's wishful thinking on the people that are that are trying to push that conspiracy theory. And I'm like, mm, yeah, I don't think that's it, Gina. No. And it's, she's shooting herself in the foot, I think, by targeting Janelle. And then also shooting herself in the foot, throwing Davon under the bus, who seems to really trust. I would say, like, Davon sees Danny as top three allies, maybe, in the house. Like, really up there. Mm -hmm. And to, like, throw her under the bus to Cody, who maybe has you at, like, number six. Like, I, I don't know. It's so annoying. It, yeah, I just... But I will, I will give Danny. I think anyone wins HOH. I don't think that they're immediately targeting Danny right off the bat. So maybe she's doing good at covering her bases.
but it just takes a few conversations with Janelle. Oh, Danny was like saying bad things about you or, uh, I, I know you told Davon, like it just, a few conversations need to happen for her to be outed. Like, I don't think she's like being very strategic and smart and who she's telling what and knowing that these people won't talk or, you know what I'm saying? So. No, I, I a hundred percent agree with you. I think it's really interesting though, that, um, excluding OTT, I don't want you people in the chat or you, Daniel, to be like, well, what about OTT? Okay, <laughs> listen, excluding OTT, this is the first time that we really, and I'm not, also, I'm not counting season one. That's a different game. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> okay, so excluding those two things, this is the first time that we truly, truly have seen um, a gameplay from day one. And we don't have to try and, and like piece things together. But, but, but we as fans know that when we show up seven days later after they've already been in the house and we find out what's going on, so many things have happened that we can't ever really piece together. And people are just then like a week and sometimes two weeks in starting to form their actual alliances. It's really, honestly, it's pretty rare that somebody forms the alliance on day one and, and they stick with it for the long haul. That's pretty rare, which I think Cody. The, the exception is clearly them, the double D alliance from BB 16, really the most dominant <laughs> of alliances. Yes. Uh, that the was history. the first one. Yeah. That one came to mind. No, I mean, <laughs> brigade and, um, detonate or, or no hitmen. Um, for sure. Those were like day one. The that made it. Oh, the feeds are back. Great. Now we got to update the scrolling text uh, that the feeds are back. Um, but yeah, I and I want to dig into obviously the feeds are going to be back and we're not going to be ta talking about really what's happening live on the feeds unless we just have like a bombshell thing of just like, oh my God, they just said that. Uh, but I do want to talk a little bit about Kaser, uh, since we talked about Janelle enough. I want to talk a little bit about Kaser and his reaction to the entire safety suite because he was the winner of the safety suite competition. He uh, absolutely annihilated Janelle, which, uh, um, Daniel, I know you're probably just like, how does that even happen? But um, uh, he was a bit fired up after finding out that he was probably going to be the, the target, even though people were telling him he wasn't the target. It was pretty clear to him and Janelle that that was going to be the case. And uh, he had a few select things to say in response that were very like uh, he declared war. Can I just say that this is winners at war. This is war. Where's my where's my audio clip of uh, Boston Rob saying that. Um, but I, I I'm really excited a little bit because one this is the first time I get to watch Kaser on the feeds and two I love that as of yesterday he was the last pick in our draft that we did. But now he's completely safe and suddenly became like the alpha dog in the house. Not really, but uh, he definitely thinks he is right now. Uh, and I just want to know your thoughts on Kaser's like confidence to uh, pretty much declare war on this other side of the house that doesn't necessarily exist yet, but has a few select members that he's going to go after. What's your what's your thoughts? What's your takes? Um, well, I mean, are we surprised? This is what Kaser does. Mm -hmm. He's, he loves being the leader. He loves, like, it's very, like, him and Janelle, and you can kind of see this in their conversations. They like it where it's me and them. And if you're not with us, then you're against us, and that's how it's going to be, and we're going to play that the whole time. I mean, we saw that in Season 6 and in Season 7, and he usually goes on pre-jury because of it, so I'm actually not going to be too surprised if... <laughs> He, same thing happens because he's not really learning from his old seasons. But I think that's just like a part of his personality. He always is very like he sees what's happening and he doesn't like keep it to himself. He like puts it out on the table and is like, look, everyone, this is what's happening. We need to rally up and go like that's very him. <laughs> and even like I saw a screenshot on Twitter like of Kesa right now after the nomination ceremony and everyone's like walking around like. And he's just sitting on the table like this, like death staring into the camera. Like it's, you can just see his gears turning. 
Roxy. It, it, Damon, not really an icon done. Is Cody currently crying over his nominations? He was nearly crying after he talked to Kevin earlier. And I should mention, oh I, guess, I guess it's our responsibility to mention that he did nominate Keisha and Kevin. Uh, I, yeah, I just realized we were about did. to go, we were about to omit that. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't see anything about Cody crying right now. Um, I, I, I do. Um, I mean, that was in our chat, so I'm not, I'm unclear, but I do want to talk about, are, have you played the clip of, of what Kaser says right there about going to war? I have, I have not. This is just the, this is the first clip I could <laughs> find of Kaser, um, and I'll just play the audio from it, but it was my favorite line from last night. Um, so yeah, here, cue Kaser. I think they kind of miss, I think they know we're dangerous. I think they don't understand the depths of what we're capable of. <laughs> he just talked like Liam Neeson and Taken. It's just I don't think they understand the depths that we're capable of. I will find you. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll play his uh, other lines. So about... dramatic. I feel like there should be like a full on like orchestral score playing in the that, background and of I, that. I, we're absolutely going to see that on the episode. If we don't see that line specifically on the episode, go into commercial break. Like I'm going to be so disappointed. Uh, but so, so here's another line from Kaser. So, I mean, unfortunately, I'm just going to have to slaughter these guys now. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to have to slaughter these guys now. Are you kidding me, Kaser? Uh, um, so, I mean, unfortunately. I love him, though. I love him. I mean, but this is who Kaser is. It's who he's always been. I was telling Barrett before we went live that, like, Kaser's whole deal is that he is willing to literally throw him not just die on the sword but but like throw himself upon the sword and like just kill over for whoever his side of the house is he is willing to sacrifice himself for the greater good every mm -hmm. single time that he plays this is this is who he is um i mean he's 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 um you know into being a badass also but i mean he's caser I, I heard that in the uh, competition that he played against Janelle yesterday that he just, like, mopped the floor with her, which is really saying something. I mean, it's Janelle. So, I mean, mm -hmm. he, he is pretty amazing, but the over-theatrics just... Uh, it kills me. I love him so much. So funny. So, okay, from here, we have Keisha and Kevin on the block. Uh we won't have, I mean, we knew this was going to happen. I let's assume Keisha and Kevin, let's say we go to eviction right now. Do you think Keisha goes? Uh, no, you don't think Keisha goes. Why don't you think Keisha goes? Well, I think Janelle and Kaser and friends will want Keisha to stay. I think maybe even the people in Cody's alliance or group, I guess I should say, not they haven't made an alliance yet, but I mean, Nicole Franzel wants Keisha to stay. Uh, didn't even want her on the block. So I just think that more people. She's going to do what Cody wants, though. She really is. Because no, I think Nicole's going to get to Cody. I think Cody's going to end up warning. He'll Keisha. change his mind. That that actually could happen. But if it comes on, like, on eviction night, if Cody's adamant that he wants Keisha out, she's going to go with that it, just because he, he's – you know, a number for her. She's not going to go against it, but she will actively try to steer it away because she doesn't want her to go home. But I don't know who would go home if the vote were today, to be honest. To be perfectly honest, I don't know. And I'm just... The thing is, is like, you know, tomorrow's veto and we're going to find out and we're going to kind of know like once veto is played and, and who wins, like sort of, you know, what's going to happen as far as the veto. But if the veto is used on either one of them, still, I'm not going to like whatever the result is. I'm mm -hmm. just not. I don't, I already hate Thursday. I hate it already. <laughs> Oh, I'm ready. I'm feeling a Janelle slash Kaser HOA. <laughs> I hope. 
I hope, and I hope to see some people tuck their tails and run and hide. And I hope to see Cody and Nicole Franzel on that block next week. That would oh be amazing. God. I think everyone would agree right. that Nicole Franzel going out of this game in the second week would be an absolutely wonderful thing. Uh, and it was really interesting last night after the feeds came back, we see Nicole, of course, crying, but then being like, I need to go talk to Cody. I just am worried. I haven't talked to him yet. Yeah, whatever. Uh, she she goes up. Girl, nobody believes that. Yeah, nobody. Oh, I, I forgot to mention. She was like, Janelle scares me. Yeah, she's. she's scary. I know. Janelle scares me. She's like, and she's Janelle's over to- there like drinking. Yeah, <laughs> Christmas Christmas is over there, and Nicole is like, Christmas. Janelle scares the shit out of me, and it's just like, okay. <laughs> Does she scare you? <laughs> and Christmas is like, I mean, she's hard to read. <laughs> Nicole is like, I couldn't get her out preseason either. And I really tried. I swear. I tried calling <laughs> CBS. They wouldn't do it. They would only sacrifice Derek. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, this is just, this is probably what would have happened if Derek made it into the house. Uh, is Nicole would have done the same exact thing about him 24-7. She's like, they're better than me. I'm going to cry about it. <laughs> oh, no. Um, yeah, horrible to watch. But uh, may, it'll be entertaining when she really is on the outs eventually. Um, but she goes upstairs and, you know, they're talking about potential, you know, she walks in and basically just says, what are we going to do? I think that was exactly what she said, but, um, they talk, they were talking a little bit about it, obviously. And of course they came to the Keisha as the obvious, like third option. And then Nicole said, has anybody said anything about like nominating the winners? Oh, Roxy cupcake shout out. Uh, Mm. I actually don't know if that made it onto the screen, Roxy, but, uh, I just had cupcakes delivered to my house and Leighton brought them in to me and I can smell them and they smell so good. <laughs> one mukbang. Oh, there we go. Yeah, we see them. We see <gasps> Did one just fall? Oh my God, not the cookies and cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> what a mess. <laughs> oh. Cookies and cream. <laughs> Cookies and cream has been evicted from the Big Brother house. This is a travesty. <laughs> they smell so good. Yeah. <laughs> Cody has nominated cookies and cream. <laughs> not both of them. We can go with one, but not They're both. They're a duo. They have to get out. <laughs> uh <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's just these cupcakes are very tempting. It's okay. I just don't remember what I was talking about now. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Oh, (laughs) Nicole brought up to Cody. She was like, has anyone said to you, like, maybe we should nominate the winners? And Cody's like, no, no one has said that. Yeah. (laughs) And he was like, and even if they did, like, even if it happened, it's a clean sweep. Like Ian would go. And I'm just like, no, no, no. I see now. If you were to ask me. If Ian and Nicole Franza were sitting on the block on Thursday night, who would go home? I would say pretty confidently that it would be Nicole. Oh, absolutely. Why would you get Ian out? What is precious. Exactly. Can I, this is a love great time him. to play uh, an Ian clip. How about that? Oh, I would love to hear an this Ian This is, okay, clip. so, um, wait, did I not like it? Did I just retweet <gasps> it? I guess I just retweeted it. Barrett, you're the worst. I'm sorry. Oh, how dare you? I'll like it now. Um, but <laughs> case arrest Ian, why how he came up with the name Quack Pack in BB14. And Ian's answer was just more than I ever could have asked for. Um, it's simple yet eloquent, and I'll play it now. What was the meaning of the Quack Pack though? Actually, oh, that was Kevin. Uh, I just like kind of like ducks. <laughs> so <laughs> that was just sort of it. <laughs> <laughs> Because like he kind of liked ducks. It was Kevin that said it, not Kaser. I'm correcting myself. Um, He's the most precious. I love Ian. But, let, but listen, make no mistake, that guy is ridiculously strategic and smart, and he is dangerous in this oh, game. But he is just so, like, he comes off so unassuming and just so like non-threatening in every single way possible that you let him slide for a little bit. (laughs) They're like, Oh, Ian's just, you know, rocking incessantly on the hammock. Don't worry about him. But inside he's like, no, get you my pretties. Like, (laughs) 
Yeah, that's his line. This is who Ian is. I just and yeah, I, I just rewatched it. I rewatched the clip uh from BB14 where he literally sat there with Mike Bookie, rest in peace, and named every or not. every <laughs> yeah, maybe not rest in peace, I'm sorry. Oh, where he named every single one or every single eviction in order in since order. the beginning yes. of Big Brother. And it's um, Wait, who did? Ian. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. He did that back in in his original season. I mean like he knows everything. Like, I think he has an eidetic memory or something. I think I could do that. No, I don't <laughs> think you it. can. Okay, go. Name last, se- name, name last my... season's eviction order. Okay. Uh, David, Ovi, Kemi. Um, after Kemi, it was Bella, no. Sam. Not technically. Oh, okay. Well, Cliff. And then Cliff came right back the same night. Yeah. And then Bella. Which was stupid. He shouldn't uh-huh. have taken Bella, Sam, and then Jack was the first juror. Jessica's HOH, and then um, Cat, okay, Sis, yeah, Nick. I think you're right. Jessica, and then Christy, Tommy, Cliff, Nicole, I, Holly. Yeah, I Jackson. think you got it. I didn't. I didn't have any reference to check, but I think you're right. I think you're correct too. But then again, of the last couple of days that we've done these, if I think you're right, you're probably not right. <laughs> I I'm right. Chat, back me up here. Keisha Martin. No, I think he's right. I I really, I honestly do think that he's right. Uh, that was good though, Daniel. Uh, in that straight away everything that we were talking about, but <laughs> that was my fault. Uh, uh, going back to Big Brother 22 All Stars, um, let's talk a little bit about sides right now and we don't necessarily have sides at the moment but i think um but we do but we do uh and so let's kind of go over who is on which side and who may fall a little bit in the middle right now so i think the most clear that we can begin with is janelle and kaser and keisha uh those are three that are on the same side i would loop in kevin now i think officially with them um well kevin's like weary about janelle for some reason but hopefully he realizes that, like, okay, if Janelle's anti them and they put me up, then I don't know. I think Kevin's going to be kind of in a middle spot because Cody is, like, like feeling really bad and, like, having right. good conversations with him. So I don't know. We can think of this as, like, a, a questionnaire almost. You know, when you do a questionnaire and you have, like, completely disagree, somewhat disagree, neutral, somewhat agree, and completely agree. You know when you have like those options on a questionnaire? We can kind of think about it that way where Kevin falls in the somewhat disagree category. He's not completely disagreeing with like Janelle and Kaser and uh, and Keisha at the moment, but he's kind of leaning more towards that way. I think being a nominee of Cody kind of solidifies that. But so we also have Nicole Anthony and Ian probably the most closely grouped in with Janelle and Kaser. I think Ian a little bit more so, even though we're, of course, we're not getting any DR sessions. And that's going to be the biggest thing that we find out on Sunday is like, I think that's going to be the biggest indicator of where everyone falls, where everyone's thoughts are. And this is so unique in that we don't really know where certain people's heads are at if they're just not completely saying it out loud. And luckily we had Nicole Anthony kind of say it more so to directly to the feedsters today about where her head's a little bit at. And it's really nowhere in particular, uh, but she's just trying to not speak so much uh, and give so much information like she did last year because she knew how that backfired immediately on her. Um, But like Danny, I don't know where she stands. That's the that's the person I can't wait to see a DR session from because I feel like I, I, me as Devon, as far as like where she stands or where yeah. she thinks the dynamics are, yeah, and where Devon and Bailey Day Bay uh, are pretty much officially a thing, and we we've known mm-hmm. this we like it was a thing going into the house like it's not surprising but uh, where do they stand are they in the middle are they leaning more towards Janelle in her side of the house or are they going to lean more towards Nicole Franzel in her side of the house if we're going to have a side I think Devon seriously Devon wants to work with Danielle but Danielle's just not taking that bait but Devon doesn't know that well I mean she yesterday spoke to the cameras and was like, I know y'all wanted America and I'm trying. Like she knows that Danielle's not picking up what she's putting down. She basically acknowledged it to us, the feedsters. 
Um, I know, but then yesterday. she continues to tell her information and she keeps running it back. I think it's going to take... That's true. Yeah, you're I, right about that. I think it's going to take um, Davon like, getting told Danny is saying this about you for her to click. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. Secrets don't keep in the Big Brother house or in life, really, but it takes less time in the Big Brother house. Um, I mean, I think ultimately... I think ultimately the split that is in the house currently is not going to be the actual split, but I do think there is going to be a split, but I think there's going to be a little bit of a, a shakeup first and the reformation of different sides. Cause I think some of those people honestly can float to either side, like a Memphis can, and obviously day and bay, it can go either way. I, I think there are multiple people who can go either way. Mm. We'll see. We'll uh, see. I, I think an important note is that uh, Janelle really did try to hone in kind of Davon and Bailey, especially Bailey uh, last night. And I think it's important that I play this clip where she specifically tells Bailey, I guess it was this morning, like the last night and this morning run together for me. No, it was last night. I'm going crazy. Uh, she really tried to instill in Bailey that Nicole and Cody are working together because that's no question. And was just trying to get her aware of that. So we'll see how that kind of plays out in terms of where Bailey might lean towards uh, associating herself uh, with later on in the game. But I'll play this clip real quick of Janelle talking to Bailey. I think if I'm being honest, I think it might come up to Nicole. Okay. No, you don't think so? She said she hasn't talked to him. Oh, no. You don't think so? They're working together. Really? Don't you think? I don't know. They're from the same season. And it's just, I don't know, like... Are they? No, they're not. Yeah, they are. They used to work together on season 16. Oh, that was her first season? Yes. She's really good friends with them. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh. And, like, I... There's something she said where I just feel like... I forgot about that. Yeah, but... I don't know. Mm. I don't talk game with her. Oh. <laughs> Did you hear that? And then her hip cracked. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, or and, her knee. I mean, she also worked with his brother. Right. Closely. Why would you not assume that they're a twosome? I love the Bailey Janelle relationship. It's probably one of my favorites in the house. It's fresh. Um, I was so cute last night. They were all doing yoga together. <laughs> I just wonder by the end of this week how many people will be against uh, Nicole Franzel. And my hope is that it's everyone. I hope everyone <laughs> in this house besides Cody is not a fan of Nicole Franzel because I think that would make for a great week. Oh, you mean in the house. I thought you meant like out here. In no, the no. It's world. already everyone like, out here. I know. but That's not true. <laughs> I know There's she... some annoying stands that are like, Janelle wants what Nicole has. The crown. <laughs> she was crying because she missed Victor. <laughs> right. I think my favorite tweet of last night of Nicole crying uh, was, uh, I think Toombs tweeted it, but it was just a, a clip of Danny talking to Nicole, and it said, Nicole's crying about being homesick to Danny, who's missing her daughter's birthday in two weeks. <laughs> <Right>. like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. Um, and I feel like we need to talk about that Nicole and Janelle had a conversation today, Nicole Franzel, and it was strange. Did y'all catch that? They did. did they were very like positive towards each other, and like right. uh, she's like, "I don't, I want to work with you," you know. And Janelle's like, "Yes, in me as well." It was like she's okay. like, "I've, I've never like, uh, I don't want you out." Like you're, si did they say they were safe if they won HOH? Like it was very like, I really want to like work closely with you and it was like just a weird conversation yeah and i obviously it's just a i mean i think it's just a formality at some point if you're scared of someone or intimidated by someone to at least put up the bs for a little bit uh i don't see that you know really going past this week i don't i don't know how i don't think there's going to be many conversations where they have to reiterate that to each other but i think it is weird nonetheless that they had the conversation it's just like I feel like everybody knows that at this point you're kind of 
against each other, like <laughs> to a certain degree. I, I think Nicole, do you think Nicole maybe thinks that she's in a better position uh, as far as being secretive about her alliance with Cody? Because surely she That's doesn't think that everyone ludicrous. just clocked her. Why? That's ludicrous that she would believe that of herself, though, because anybody with like two brain cells to knock together should know that. Mm -hmm. Like, you should know, like, this whole, yeah, we don't really talk on the outside. Give me a freaking break. Give me a break. If you played a game with somebody and then you played a game with their brother, I don't care if you hadn't talked to him for what what was the, the three Christmases. I don't care if you hadn't <laughs> talked to him, um, like, as Daniel says, in three Christmases, you have mm. a bond with them. And there is some sort of of trust that comes with having done that and for her to believe for even a half a second that anybody else in that house is going to (laughs) believe that they are not working together is just that's complete and utter lunacy and not only that but trying to target janelle and caser for the same reason that they were on the same season and they were friendly towards each other so she has to realize that if she's going around spreading the narrative that people on the same season are close and, and have a special bond. Someone on her season. Right. And then I think it's hurting her. Except us. Game. Except us. Right. I think it's hurting her social game to go to people and say, I don't know. I feel weird with Cody as HOH. Like everyone knows that you don't feel that way. So when you tell people that it's just so disingenuous and people can pick up on it and they're not going to trust anything you say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I'm sure maybe people aren't hundred percent sure that Nicole Frenzel is walking up to HOH and constantly gaming with Cody right now, but how long can that last? You can only, it can only last so long. And the more that she's just like, I don't know what Cody's doing. The, the longer that goes on, the more likely mm-hmm. that person is going to be like, yes, you do. Like, <laughs> well, I don't know why you're again, lying. Why are you like, we've, we've talked about why is Cody not using this time wisely to, to, you know, form some relationships and make, you know, some deals, whether, whether they're true alliances or, you know, one to two week deals or whatever. Why are you not using you know, the time we've talked about Cody, why, why is Nicole not doing the same thing? Instead, she's deflect, deflect, deflect over the relationship with Cody when, you know what, just go ahead and admit that you, you know, you don't have to say like, oh, I'm in an alliance with Cody, but you can say, oh, I mean, I did play with him. So I feel relatively safe. I'd like to hope he wouldn't yeah. backstab me. And I, and I think she's only and said that one make time. Some relationships with people. Why are you spending so much time and energy trying to deflect over a relationship that and bond that everybody sees right through anyway? Like you're just not doing yourself any favors here. I don't get it. And I watched this morning um, Taryn talking about people saying, oh, you know, this person's playing too hard or that person's playing too hard. And he pointed out, I mean, and, and I say that too. He He pointed out though something that I think was a really good point um that it well first of all it's all stars you should be playing super hard right now but the difference is like he was saying it's not a bad idea for cody to to want to target janelle or caser or somebody like that it's just that he's doing it it's not that he's playing too hard too fast it's that he's playing hard but messy and there's a difference like if you're going to make that move don't be so blatant about it. Make sure you're going to hit your target and, you know, form the bonds that you need to form while you're doing that. He's playing messy. And I, I thought that was an interesting distinction made. And I was like, yeah, that's a hundred percent like on as usual on target on point for him. And I love that he's playing messy. That's the real issue here. Thanks, Taryn. I'm certain (laughs) you're watching me right now. Also, People are obviously going to put you two together and pin you two working together when you're not having conversations with anyone else. I'm speaking about Cody. Cody's not having conversations with HOH with anyone else except for 
people realize that the only people that go up to his room and stay for 30 minutes is Nicole and Tyler and Enzo to an extent. So like when y'all are the only two people going up there, people are going to realize that. And Mm -hmm. it's not rocket science to like put pieces together that are laying on the table. Well, I don't know. I mean, some people, Davon, looking at you, spend a really long time putting together puzzles, like, all day. <laughs> that was ridiculous. <laughs> like, I was like, girl, you're not done with that puzzle yet? You are still on that same puzzle. Did you take it apart and start over? What are you doing? <laughs> Bless. Yeah, it's not a good, it's, it wasn't a good day for day. I'll just say that. No. She she's really trying though. She's like, I think this puzzle might have a twin. It, Co- okay, yeah. Cody and Nicole just said right now, we talked about the winner conversation earlier. Cody said I was talking to Enzo earlier today. Nicole then goes, He doesn't trust me. I think cause I'm a winner. He's scared of me. Yeah, I'm tired. If she says she's a winner one more time, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do something and then I'm gonna live stream it. But yeah, I, I she's brought up the winner thing a few too many times. Like I heard her say a comment like they did a horrible job casting winners for this. like what? <laughs> okay. Well, oh really? Because um, according to rumor, you took two of them out before the season even started, Nicole. Then, so what are you like, complaining about? And then released the jar of COVID nineteen in the other two's bedrooms. Yeah. So I'm just. Oh. <laughs> So now she's into like bio warfare. Okay. Uh, Didn't know. Speaking of, uh, let's play this clip of Janelle outing Nicole Franzel for getting Derek off the season. Well, it's very weird that she's working with Cody because from what Dan told me, she's the reason why Derek isn't here. Mm -hmm. So I I don't know. I don't get it. Gosh, that's it. I know. Like, what the hell did she do? How did she do that? I'm so confused. But that's what Dan told me. Damn. See? I know. So wouldn't Cody be mad then? I don't think he knows. I don't I don't know. There's so many like I don't get it. It's very confusing. So, like what I was like what Casey was asking as well, do you think it was supposed to be you? Oh well. Uh, Dan's really being brought up a lot lately in this All Star season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we won't delve into all the reasons. Uh we haven't talked we haven't really quick before we move on because I doubt this will come up again. And while I'm looking at it, we didn't talk about Janelle's like costume and it's like this star. Oh, yeah. I so totally cute. forgot about that. But my favorite thing about it is that she, like half the time she like doesn't wear it and she yeah. like puts it on like a blanket and is like, see, I'm wearing it. It's touching me. <laughs> I know. Listen, if, if the first season of all stars is any indication of how this season's going to go, I'm going to look for Nicole or uh, Janelle to be, um, you know, using the close proximity rule on the costume for the week as much as possible. She's not wearing it. No. Uh, Is the backyard open yet? Do we know? No. My goodness. That's another thing people said that um, Christmas and Cody were having a conversation right before we got on here, or I guess before feeds cut. And um, they said that opening up the backyard really does, like, encourage game talk in a way because there's so much more space for people to spread out. And, like, for example, like, the chances of three people being in a room versus two go up when the backyard is open. So Right. And it's all... When it, I was just going to say, it's also more of a chance to mask that you're talking game. She's like, I'm just going to go lay out in the sun. I'm just going to go work out with this person. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like there's a, definitely an advantage of having that backyard open. And then I hope it's soon. I hope we get it soon. Mm-hmm. But what I hate is when they go swimming and the feeds are just on them while, while they're swimming. It's the most boring thing ever because they don't have their mics on so we can't hear them. And we just see them like screaming every two seconds screaming is that what they do yeah is that or how like you swim playing in the pool like, like <laughs> splashing water and stuff it's so annoying yeah we need more falling into the pool i see you right jerry, jerry style yeah <laughs> um i don't know what else Wait, to go over i didn't say keisha I did i say this keisha doesn't know that jerry's alive i like can't get over <laughs> that <laughs> he said it at one point i think it may have been yesterday during the stream but yeah 
Jerry is alive <laughs> for those who are wondering. Too. No, she said she it's does. you alive. I heard throat cancer. Like um, I was like, she, she doesn't it. know. In case is nobody she... knows, I'm gonna put in our little scrolling text that Jerry is alive. <laughs> no, she did like a not a reunion. Well, I mean, I guess a reunion kind of sort of thing, Zoom thing recently. That right? was like a year with... ago with Dan. I mean, yeah, I guess it's not that recent. <laughs> yeah, he's 87 years old, so I mean, but she, she died within the last year, and she didn't know about it. Come on. No, it's it's all good. I put it in the scrolling text. Everyone knows that Jerry's alive. Okay, now. well, so everybody knows he's alive. Yeah, actually, it hasn't come around. What yet. is Cody doing? Cody's all in a cage right now. Cody said, "I'm so sorry. I don't know where to go with this. I said it to Kevin too." I wish you two would have done something that made me think you were a problem. <laughs> Why a would you thing say to that say. to somebody? <laughs> like, I'm, I was nominating you no matter what anyways, but I wish you did something to make me want to nominate you. Like, that's horrible. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I mean, it's that's, I don't want to be a complainer, but... This is exactly why it was a dumb idea for Cody to win this first situation because he has no reason to nominate anyone. So what is he going to do when he finally has to nominate someone? How does he not make an en enemy out of him? He can't. He can't explain well, anything. Well, and he's managed to make an enemy out of four people that I wouldn't want to be enemies with after having seen the four of them play games. Right. I disagree. I think it's smart to win HOH, but it's dumb. Well, it is if you're going to play it right. He right. played it completely wrong. Like, it's not the winning part. It's that he didn't play it correctly. But, right. you know. I don't know. I, I think that's pretty much it, though. With like, I can't think of nothing else, like, feed-wise. Oh, yes. To, like, I, I mean, sure. a lot of things have happened, but nothing, like, super significant. I mean, there have been conversations here and there, but it's mostly, like, you know, Enzo and Danielle <laughs> talked about, like, their kids in Memphis and um I mean nothing really game wise that's really pretty much it we went over a bunch yesterday there's I'm sure tonight overnight there's going to be quite a bit and then tomorrow of course is a veto so there will be much more tomorrow mm -hmm. all right and maybe we'll be organized maybe possibly yeah I doubt yeah. it yeah we won't be we're not uh... that's a lie <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us, though, if you're in chat or if you're watching on Periscope, wherever you're watching. Even if you're watching after the fact, thank you for watching. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with more live feed updates. Uh, and we'll also, well, actually, time depending on Vita results tomorrow, too. But uh, we'll be back tomorrow for sure. And in the meantime, if you want to subscribe to the channel, if you want to like this video, both of those things would help us out a ton. If you want to follow any of us on Twitter, I am at Spicy Barrett, Daniel's at Daniel Icon Brown, Roxy is at Roxy underscore Hotman. And if you want to join our Facebook group where we talk Big Brother 24-7, that link is in the description below. If you can't afford the feeds or you don't have feeds and you just want some people to talk to, some cool people, join that Facebook group. It'll be fun. We also have a feeds chat if you do have the live feeds and want to just talk uh, live in real time while watching the feeds. You can go to uh, our reality if you look for the, the feeds groups um, over there on CBS All Access. But other than that, um, I don't have anything. I don't have anything else. Um, yeah. Thank you guys again.